You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Bloomberg is now in your dashboard with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. It's free with the latest version of the Bloomberg Business app. It gives you access to every Bloomberg podcast, live audio feeds from Bloomberg Radio, plus hear the latest headlines at the click of a button with Bloomberg News Now. That's the Bloomberg Business app. Get it on your phone in the Apple App Store or on Google Play. Just download the app, connect your phone to your car, and get started. It's presented by our sponsor, Interactive Brokers. Good morning, I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Karen Moscow. Here are the stories we're following today. We begin with the high-stakes meeting between Presidents Joe Biden and Xi Jinping. They met for more than four hours on the sidelines of the APEC summit in San Francisco. President Biden called his discussions with China's leader some of the most productive he's ever had. I've been meeting with President Xi since both of us were vice president over 10 years ago. Our meetings have always been candid and straightforward. We haven't always agreed, but they've been straightforward. And today, build on the groundwork related over the past several months of high-level diplomacy between our teams. We've made some important progress, I believe. And President Biden's words were echoed by President Xi. China is ready to be a partner and friend of the United States. The fundamental principles that we follow in handling China-U.S. relations are mutual respect, peaceful coexistence, and win-win cooperation. China's president spoke there through an interpreter, but after the gathering, President Biden was asked whether he still considers China's leader a dictator. Well, look, he is. I mean, he's a dictator in the sense that he, he is a guy who runs a country that is a communist country that based on a form of government totally different than ours. And after President Biden's remark, China's foreign ministry called the statement extremely incorrect and irresponsible political manipulation. Well, Nathan, as for the actual meeting, both Biden and Xi Jinping say they reached a number of agreements. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has that part of the story. As well as fentanyl high on President Biden's list is opening communication between the country's militaries. We're reassuming military to military contacts, direct contacts. As a lot of you press know, follow this, that's been cut off and it's been very worrisome. That's how accidents happen. Biden also saying the two agreed on finding ways to control AI. Biden also says he was assured that China has no plan to invade Taiwan. Now, she did say that he told Biden that the U.S. should not have plans to suppress China and also ask for sanctions to be removed. In San Francisco, I'm Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. 
Ed, thank you. Some of Wall Street's elite attended dinner with Xi Jinping. BlackRock's Larry Fink and Stephen Schwartzman of Blackstone were among the top executives seated at the Chinese leader's table. According to a program seen by Bloomberg News, other big names in attendance were Apple's Tim Cook and Bridgewater Associates' Ray Dalio. And Tesla says Elon Musk also met with President Xi yesterday. Well, Nathan, some major developments out of Washington to avoid a government shutdown. In a late-night vote, the Senate overwhelmingly approved the House's short-term spending bill. Bloomberg's Amy Morris reports from Washington. President Biden is expected to sign the bill that will extend government funding at current levels through two deadlines, one in mid-January, the other in early February. But the bill did not include aid for Israel nor Ukraine. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says that will be lawmakers' next priority after the holiday break. Both sides genuinely care about approving aid to Israel and Ukraine and helping innocent civilians in Gaza. So I hope we can come to an agreement, even if neither side gets everything they insist on. And now the risk of partial government shutdown moves to January as House Speaker Johnson faces criticism from within his own party because he did not include deep spending cuts or changes to immigration policies. In Washington, Amy Morris, Bloomberg Radio. All right, Amy, thank you. We now turn to the latest developments in the war in the Middle East. The Israeli military says it found a Hamas command center, weapons and technological assets at the Al-Shifa Hospital in Gaza City. Middle Eastern countries, including Jordan and Turkey, have condemned the raid. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, speaking through an interpreter, says he makes no apologies for sending troops in. We were told that we would not reach the outskirts of Gaza City. We arrived. We were told that we won't enter Shifa. We entered. And in this spirit, we say a simple thing. There is no place in Gaza that we will not reach. Prime Minister Netanyahu's comments come as the Washington Post reports discussions are underway on a potential deal that would see Hamas free 50 women and children hostages in exchange for an extended pause in fighting and the release of some Palestinians held in Israeli prisons. Well, Nathan, we turn to the markets now and shares of Cisco plunging. The drop coming after it gave a disappointing forecast. We get more from Bloomberg's Doug Krisner. CEO Chuck Robbins is trying to reduce Cisco's dependency on one-time sales of equipment by pushing deeper into software and services such as security. But the transition isn't complete enough to cushion Cisco from smaller corporate budgets. And the company is now projecting the weak environment will linger because customers are taking a break from new orders to install gear they've already received. In New York, I'm Doug Krisner, Bloomberg Radio. All right, Doug, thanks. And Cisco shares are down nearly 11% in the pre-market. Earnings continue this morning with the nation's biggest retailer reporting. Get a preview of that from Bloomberg's Tom Busby. Walmart's expected to report that sales growth slowed to 4% last quarter. That's less than half the pace from just a year ago as consumers pull back on their discretionary spending. But sales of food and healthcare products should be resilient and outpace demand for that general merchandise. Adjusted earnings per share estimated to be $1.52, total revenue of $159.13 billion. Tom Busby, Bloomberg Radio. All right, Tom, thanks. Well, in Europe, shares of Burberry are down almost 9%. The UK luxury retailer is warning this year's revenue target may be out of reach after sales barely grew in the most recent quarter. And Karen, we have a big deal for chocolate lovers this morning. U.S. candy company Mars has agreed to buy the UK's Hotel Chocolat Group for more than $660 million. That price tag represents a 170% premium to Hotel Chocolat's closing price yesterday. 
right, Nathan, thanks. It's time now for a look at some of the other stories making news around the world. For that, we're joined by Bloomberg's Amy Morris. Amy, good morning. Good morning, Karen. U.S. Capitol Police officers say one person was arrested following protests outside Democratic National Convention headquarters in Washington, D.C., as part of a pro-Palestinian rally. Protesters got into a shoving match with Capitol Police officers. That arrest being made for assault. Six Capitol officers also suffered minor injuries. Pepper spray was used on protesters and DNC members were evacuated. Billionaire Elon Musk endorsed an anti-Semitic post on X, the social media site that he owns, that attacked members of the Jewish community for pushing dialectical hatred against white people. Musk said in his reply to the Post, quote, you have said the actual truth. Musk has repeatedly been criticized for promoting content attacking Jewish people at a time of rising anti-Semitism. After a year of strikes in Hollywood and the auto industry, now it's Starbucks' turn. The union representing thousands of Starbucks workers is staging a one-day walkout today, coinciding with the Red Cup Day. It's one of the coffee chain's busiest days of the year. Daisy Fitterspiel Bayer is a supervisor in Seattle. I really wish that I could be in there serving you coffee. I do. But with the drastic understaffing and the toll that that takes on our baristas, um, unfortunately, we have to push for better. And we aren't getting that from Starbucks right now. Starbucks Workers United represents 9,000 employees at 360 stores. They want better wages, benefits, and the right to bargain. The Thanksgiving travel rush is about to begin. Bloomberg's Nancy Lyons with the latest. The Transportation Security Administration says the official travel window lasts 12 days beginning Friday and running through to the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. During that time, the TSA expects to screen 28 million passengers. John Bush is federal security director for the TSA. The best tip we can offer is to ask everyone to arrive early for your flights. The recommendation is always two hours before a domestic flight, three hours before an international flight, and and that's going to be even more important this coming holiday weekend. Bush says they do have the staffing and the technology in place to ensure that everything runs smoothly. In Washington, Nancy Lyons, Bloomberg Radio. Global news 24 hours a day and whenever you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Amy Morris and this is Bloomberg. Karen. Amy, thank you. Well, we do bring you news throughout the day right here on Bloomberg Radio. But now, as Amy said, you can get the latest news on demand whenever you want it. Subscribe to Bloomberg News Now to get the latest headlines at the click of a button. Get informed on your schedule. You can listen and subscribe to Bloomberg News Now on the Bloomberg Business app, Bloomberg.com, plus Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Time now for the Bloomberg Sports Update. Here's John Stashauer. John. Karen, it should be a good Thursday night game to kick off Week 11 in the NFL. It's an AFC North battle between the Bengals and Ravens in Baltimore. Both teams had four-game winning streaks come to an end this past Sunday, losing right at the end of their game. Cincinnati beaten by Houston, and the Ravens blew a two-touchdown lead and lost to Cleveland. The Baltimore quarterback is Lamar Jackson. Every game for us is a must-win for us, you know, um, not just because it's in a division game, um, but we, we definitely, I believe our team is definitely a lot hungrier just from what happened Sunday in a division loss in a close game. We definitely hungry as well. So the Cleveland Browns had that big win in Baltimore led by their quarterback Deshaun Watson. He was 14-14 in the second half. He battled an ankle injury and yesterday it was learned that his season is over because of a fractured shoulder. He needs surgery. He said 
shoulder problems before. Justin Fields has been out three games with a thumb injury in Chicago. He's expected to return on Sunday. NBA and Philadelphia battle in the East, and the Celtics beat the Sixers 117-107. to Jason Tatum led the way, 29 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. The Celtics are 9-2. The Sixers were 8-1. They've now lost their last two. Milwaukee beat Toronto for the new buck. Damian Lillard, 37 points, 13 assists. The Wizards' struggles continue. A home loss to Dallas, 130-117. to The Mavs are 9-3. The Wizards are 2-9. The Knicks, but 1-2 in Atlanta. John Stash, I Bloomberg Sports. Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest-growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank. Because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common... It's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. From coast to coast, from New York to San Francisco, Boston to Washington, D.C., nationwide on Sirius XM, the Bloomberg Business app, and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Daybreak. Good morning. I'm Nathan Hager. We've made some important progress. We heard those words from President Biden after his first meeting in more than a year with the leader of the People's Republic of China, Xi Jinping. The president says the two leaders are restoring military to military communications and they plan to keep talking at the highest levels. The United States will continue to compete vigorously with the PRC, but will manage that competition responsibly so it doesn't veer into conflict or accidental conflict. And that was President Biden after his more than four-hour sit-down with China's leader on the sidelines of the APEC summit in San Francisco. And joining us with more from Singapore is Bloomberg News Managing Editor Derek Wallbank. Derek, it's good to have you back with us this morning. Going into these talks, the White House said just talking would be a deliverable. What kind of deliverables can we say were gleaned from this gathering between Presidents Biden and Xi? Well, Nathan, they certainly talked. Um, you know, yeah. and, and it's funny because in, in that in that relationship here, we've seen uh, ebbs and flows between real, uh, real static, real problems, and uh, and times when it has seemed maybe a little bit sunnier, maybe a little bit more uh, placid. 
I'd borrow an observation that uh, Singapore's foreign minister made last week at the Bloomberg New Economy Forum here in uh, in Singapore, which was that you shouldn't on uh, on U.S.-China relations confuse weather with climate. Things might look a little bit more peaceful right now, uh, certainly in the face of this meeting that seemed to go mostly okay. But the overall climate of the U.S.-China relationship is still one with a lot of tension points. There were not major fundamental uh, issues resolved here. This is not like we have a giant breakthrough on Taiwan, for example. Um, so, so weather a little bit nicer. Climate overall still very much progressing in the in the uh, in in the ways that it was. Sticking with the weather analogy, I guess maybe one dark cloud in that otherwise sunny gathering could be that question that the president received from a reporter when asked whether he still considers China's leader a dictator. And he basically said yes. He did. He said he said emphatically yes. Uh, And and look, this is one of those things uh, where China does take offense to this. Um, You know, they don't like the term. They don't like it being used about them. Um, But at the same point, the thing I think that bears watching is whether or not China blows it up into a whole big thing and says, right, well, this is some offense and we, we want to change the tenor of, the, uh, of our leader-to-leader engagement or the relationship more broadly. It doesn't initially seem like that is happening. Remember, Joe Biden said this before, and we're still on a path where they've gone to meet. She went to the United States. That's that's actually something that's that's a big symbol uh, for this meeting. So, uh, so I'm not sure that that's necessarily going to derail everything here. Where I think it's much more likely, if you were looking for risk problems, is to look in the South China Sea specifically. Uh, off the coast of the Philippines and some of the uh, territorial disputes that are there, some of the trade disputes that are there. Um, those are places that I think are potential fracture points. But look, if if you're sitting there saying, are things a little bit better in the relationship between China and the U.S. than they were this time yesterday, the answer is yes. They are a little bit better. You're going to see maybe some some small tangible things, including possibly – let me say, mm. you might see some pandas come back to the U.S. <laughs> we did That's hear that possible. mentioned, right, by the leader of China. But when it comes to those small steps in our last minute here, Derek, uh, what are some of the broader issues that could still lead to some of these overarching tensions uh, that we do continue to see between the U.S. and China? Well, I think, I think you know, on the, on the good side, you've seen that the U.S. and China are trying to do a little bit more on reducing fentanyl. On the good side, you are seeing Biden said uh, they're, they're agreeing to talk a little bit more military to military. And Biden said that they had uh, an open line between the two of them. If one calls the other, they'll pick up the phone. But I do think on that broad thing, the, the broad issue of trade, uh, the broad issue of, of China's um, statecraft and military ambition, those are real fracture points, and and those are, as I say, structural climactic uh, fracture points, and that's going to be something that these two countries are going to have to very carefully manage going forward to make sure that they don't actually escalate. 
This is Bloomberg Daybreak Today, your morning brief on the stories making news from Wall Street to Washington and beyond. Look for us on your podcast feed at 6 a.m. Eastern each morning on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also listen live each morning starting at 5 a.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg 1130 in New York, Bloomberg 991 in Washington, Bloomberg 1061 in Boston, and Bloomberg 960 in San Francisco. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. Plus, listen coast to coast on the Bloomberg Business app, Sirius XM, the iHeartRadio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Karen Moscow. Join us again tomorrow morning for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.